I recall when I was a teenager, I was watching a program and there were some children that were trying to escape from a location. They wanted to go for a night party. Now, this wasn't the moral of the story. The moral of the story was they were going to get into trouble. And they went through a lot of stress going through these dark alleys and actually they had to go through a patch of overgrown grass. It was not a farmland. It was just a place that was full of weeds. Now, in the process of going through that, unfortunately, a couple of them got bitten by snakes. That is what happens when you are navigating through an area that is overgrown with weeds. So we need to make sure we are getting rid of the weeds in our minds. If not, there will be some consequences. I am Dr. Duny. I am the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And today I'm going to be talking about how we can free our minds from weeds that grow every now and again. In the previous um, session, we talked about what weeds are and how they come about. But we've also talked about ways to challenge them. This is a follow-up from that. And this is where we're going to take some action. As you probably already know, my father is a farmer. So I'm going to speak from a farmer's daughter's point of view. And also I'm going to speak from a holistic coach and medical personnel point of view as well. And for those who perhaps are just joining this session, you perhaps think, what's happening here? This is where we talk about motherhood. We talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, all the things that are beautiful about motherhood and how in the process of being mothers, we can en enhance our mental, emotional well-being and ensure that as we do that, we're setting great examples for our children to follow. So please stay tuned. And if you have not already, go ahead, subscribe, download, and share. So let's get right to it. Weeds are described as unwanted plants. Now, sometimes some weeds can be useful. They were not planted by you, but they are useful. But then they are no longer weeds because they are wanted. The moment a plant is growing in a place it is not wanted, it is a weed. And I remember, of course, when we were looking at ways to get rid of weeds in our back garden, we looked at um, simple picking up um, the weed with our hands. And sometimes we used hoe to kind of dig it out from the root. And sometimes we had a lawnmower. So I'm sure many of you have at one point or the other um, had experience with using one of these methods to get rid of weeds on your garden, in your allotment or somewhere. So we're going to go through that and especially look at how we can do that for our minds. 
When we look at weeds, unwanted thoughts, limiting thoughts, disempowering thoughts, those are the weeds that grow in our mind. And we know what happens when weeds grow. They choke our dreams. They choke the plants that should be giving us bountiful, amazing, empowering fruit. And when they choke those desired plants and desired seeds, what happens is we do not fulfill our potential. We feel defeated and the spiral goes on. So getting rid of the weeds is so, so important. So of course, when you recognize the weeds that you have in your mind, they can come as perhaps that negative thought that keeps popping in your mind. Everybody's going to laugh at you. Who do you think you are? You're not good enough. You're not funny enough. You don't know anything. You haven't got the right qualifications. Who says you know that? You know, and so many things. Now I'm going to give you the liberty to go through your mind and just pick out those ones that you keep hearing. If you have um, access to pen and paper at the moment, and if some, if you're perhaps working, driving as you're listening, make sure you come back and take a note of those ones that pop into your mind. And when you do them, you need to take some action. So we'll start from the most popular. And when it comes to the most popular, we talk about uprooting the weed, uprooting that thought that's not serving you. Now, uprooting can take many forms and it depends on the, the weed itself, how long it has been there, and also the tools that you have. So we're just going to go through the type of weed. Now, there are some weeds that when they come out, they are very slim. They, they don't have so much of a very firm root. They are there a minute and maybe with some little pressure, they are easily removed. Those are the ones that we are able to knock off with a couple of uh, um, pulls or even just one pull. And they are very good because when you pull them out, they're done, they're gone and can throw them away. Those are the easy ones. But there are some weeds that don't come out as one plant, but they come out with multiple sections to them. And in those multiple sections, you need to gather all the top part, which is the shoot, and pull because beneath that many progressions of shoots, we've got lots of rootlets that are keeping it firmly in the soil of your mind. Those are some deeply rooted ones. And one of the ones that we experience, especially as mothers, are those negative or limiting thoughts that are linked to negative emotions. So perhaps you have been um, ex exposed to a situation at work or some people as far back as primary school where a teacher told you you're not good enough, 
you don't know what you're talking about. Be quiet. Or perhaps you have um, some cultural input where girls are to be quiet, do not spoke until you're spoken to, you are to be seen, not heard. Those are weeds. And when you are told those things, sometimes they can make you feel sad. They can make you feel angry. They can make you feel fearful. When those strong, lower vibration emotions are combined with these limiting and negative thoughts, they become the weeds that have got lots of rootlets and also lots of shoots. So for you to gain access to uproot them, you need to dig quite um, deep and also quite wide as well. So when you do that, it takes a lot of effort. And sometimes many people get discouraged that they are putting so much effort to dig that weed out and they sometimes give up midway. We're going to be talking about ways by which we can make sure that we have the energy to keep us going as we are uprooting this type of weed. Now, the third type of weed um, I referred to earlier are the ones that have been there for ages. <laughs> now, those ones have been there for a bit longer. You perhaps um, neglected to tend to your mind, did not pay as close attention, and they grew in the silence. The thing about those silent weeds that stay for a while is that they sometimes have a way of camouflaging as if they are not negative. They seem to look like, oh, well, this is the general belief. This is a, an accepted opinion. And you don't pay close attention to them. They can be dangerous because when you don't pay close attention because they're not negative, they're not overtly negative, you allow them to grow. That complacency allows them to thrive. And as they're doing this, they tend to grow stronger, longer roots before they start to give off their shoots. The shoots is what you see. But by the time you're trying to get a hold of them to uproot them, their roots are so deep that they have started to damage the roots of the surrounding structures, the surrounding powerful and positive thought processes you have in your mind. So those are some of the roots and some of the weeds that we have, we need to get rid of. So very importantly, when you are looking at ways to get rid, uprooting is definitely a way to go. When you uproot, you get rid of the problem. It's not like mowing your lawn where you just slash the, the shoot and the root of the problem is still there. And then you have to keep coming and slashing the top of it when it grows beyond the point. So make sure that as you go through, when you get your pen and your paper or your pen and your journal, write down those different weeds, the ones I've just described. Which ones are they? And we'll go through an exercise in another session where we could actually uproot them.
And in the previous section, we did ask some questions that could actually shake them. And if you've not already, send me a direct message saying weeds, and I would give you access to the ways by which you can uproot those weeds from your mind because the process is very empowering. And not only is it empowering, it's also transformational. That's the first one. I will also, in the show notes, put the description of how you can um, access the document to uproot the weeds that are clogging and infiltrating your mind. Now, the second method of getting rid of those weeds from your mind is not as well known, but it is a method whereby if you feel that you haven't got the energy to start to pull and tug and you want something a little bit um, more nurturing, and I say this because there are quite a few um, people that will not, maybe they won't hurt a fly, they would not slap a mosquito, they feel everything is fine and we need to make sure life is preserved. Now, don't get me wrong, I believe in the preservation of life and I pres- believe in the fact that everything has got its space and its place on earth. However, there are some times that when it is within your space causing problems, it needs to be relocated. And that you have the right to. You do not need to be a martyr taking all the brunt of something you do not desire to go through, all because you do not want to hurt another person's feelings. Now, I know exactly what that's like because for a long time, I was a chronic people pleaser. I wanted everybody to be happy, I wanted everybody to approve of me. As mothers, many times we are looking for societal approval. We want the PTA to approve that we are good moms. And that's why I always say, you do not wait for people's approval because every mom is a super mom, not because of the super things that she does, but because of the superpowers she possesses within. And even on those days when you're underneath the duvet crying, you're drained of energy and perhaps you're running late to pick your children, things feel like they're falling apart. You are a supermom. So based on the nurturing nature that we as mothers have, there is another method that some people have used to take care of the weeds or to suppress the weeds in their allotments, in their gardens and in their minds. And this method is called mulching. Now, I remember the first time I heard the word mulching, I was in um, primary school and we were told about how to make the um, mulch for the farmland that we had adjoining to the school. And what it was, was we're supposed to get some things from home. Now, the materials that you use to mulch are things like your compost. So, of course, I'm going to tap a little bit into making sure that we are saving our planet. So we always suggest that you have recycling, you reduce your wastage, you put um, some food waste in the compost bin 
because that can be utilized to mulch. And what good thing about mulching is that it not only suppresses the weeds when you put the mulch on them, but it also nourishes the soil. Now, some people might say, well, are you not also nourishing the weeds? In a way, you are. However, the pressure, the more you put in terms of the compost, the wood chippings, the bark, the um, the the home waste that you are utilizing for your mulch can suppress the weeds, but not all of them. The ones, the type of weeds I described earlier, those single shoots, very slim, not very deep rooted ones can easily be suppressed with mulching, but maybe the ones that are deeper seated, the ones that have got um, tap roots, <laughs> very importantly, they may not work as well for them. So it still boils down to you putting some effort in, but in the meantime, you can do some mulching, especially if you need that um, nurturing of the mind and you want to take a softer approach. Now, that's why I said this approach is not particularly the most popular. So the first one, of course, uprooting, everybody goes for, come on, get rid of the thing that is causing problems. Now, another very um, useful way by which you can get rid, and this is a bit of a chemical method of getting rid of weeds. Now, <laughs> I'm blending in some gardening slash horticultural methods as a farmer's daughter with the holistic care. Now, there are some people that don't like chemicals, especially things like herbicides, because of course we know that there are many herbicides that have been utilized in commercial farming and are causing hormone imbalance, especially for us as women. And that's one topic I'm going to go into much later because there are so many that we need to be made aware of that may not be on the plants we eat, but might be in the water that we drink that have, that have been absorbed from the, um, the topsoil and the herbicides that were sprayed there. But what I'm going to be talking about are the use of very natural chemicals like vinegar, baking soda. Those are methods that people use to suppress weeds as well. But the thing about that is sometimes, of course, they kill whatever it is or suppress whatever it is that uh, they're exposed to. So they are not really um, selective for weeds. If you put them on a good plant, they might also have some not particularly great um, impact. So how you apply that to your mind? is allowing the inflow of information, of positive thoughts, of positive words, of positive vibes to come in. And this is not just as a one-off, it's as a repeated thing. Sometimes it can come as a bit of a, a downpour. Some people do this by listening to audiobooks two or three times a day. So perhaps you've got this empowering message on, say, an audiobook or a podcast. So, for example, 
you listen to this podcast and you say, oh my goodness, I love this podcast. This is well-being for mothers. I, when I listen to it, I feel I can do anything. And because of that, you are usually utilizing that as a way of suppressing those negative, disempowering thoughts, and you're feeding your mind in the process. So these are some ways by which you can utilize that method. Now, the other one I'd like to also describe is a preventative method. When you have gotten read either by suppression or protein, which I, I always opt for protein, you need to also think of ways by which you can prevent it from happening again, or you can prevent it from happening in the first place. When you have your flower bed, and in this case, as mothers, our flower bed is our mind, our mental space. That flower bed is filled with very healthy soil. And that healthy soil needs some seeds of what we want to be planted intentionally. However, sometimes weeds can grow. So one way of preventing this from happening is lining your flower bed. Is like setting a border around your flower bed. That is so powerful. Many people call this setting boundaries. And there is a whole chapter on my best-selling book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. You can go ahead, get that book. It's available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle copy. So you can go ahead and get that. It shows you the steps that you can go through to set those boundaries, to create that space. Now, I go ahead and say, when you are lining and beautifying and creating a sacred area within your flower bed of your mind, you need to be aware that this is for you. This is important because you are worthy, because you're wonderful, because you are cherished. Many people growing up have had experiences, and I know there was a time when I started to question myself. I felt I was not worthy because for a long time I was told, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you can't get this right, you're not getting this right. And people kept saying that over and over again. And you know what happened with that? It made me feel like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Um, maybe they are right. I started to believe those weeds. And because I started to believe the weeds, I started to shortchange myself. But the moment I was able to get rid of those weeds and say, no, I am not allowing this to happen this way. I am not accepting this. I started to intentionally create that sacred space for me. I started to get, get my self-worth back to know that I am loved and I deserve love. I am wonderful and I am 
everything I want to be. What is that for you? What are those things you know that you are? You know that you can do and you want to have. You are worthy of having all those. So do not give up at all. In addition, and just in a bit of a summary, this process of getting rid of the weeds is all done intentionally. It's not done by mistake. It's not error. Making sure that you are taking those steps is very key. You will perhaps listen to this one time and say, oh, I got one point. Go ahead and share it with someone today. Not only that, I also would like to ask that if you're enjoying this, download, share, subscribe, because you will be notified on when another episode comes in. And when you do this, you would see yourself grow and grow. So I would love to hear your thoughts and hear your takeaway. I'm going to open this up. So make sure you leave a review. And also for those who are joining me, I ask that you do let me know what your takeaway was and what you love the best. I am Dr. Duny. I am the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom. And I'm also the Wellbeing for Mothers show host. Until next time, I ask that you stay well. Mm-hmm.